Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program, Watch Therefore. Would you faithfully follow our Lord Jesus even while under very real persecution? What do you think about the Jewish people, including the land and people of Israel? Today, we're going to see Bible passages that have historically and even now are being used to curse Israel in very unbiblical ways. We'll also receive a very powerful principle regarding God's Word to help us receive crowns and rewards at the judgment seat of Christ. We're continuing on in my teaching from the book of 1 Thessalonians. And let's start off with a word of prayer. O Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for this powerfully relevant book that you've placed in your word. And I pray that you would place your words from it in our hearts today. Please bless every viewer, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name we pray it. Amen and amen. Well, what I'm going to do is begin to review read uh, from some of the last verses from our teaching last time in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Just a few of the last verses from that teaching to help us pick up and go into today's teaching. For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed, welcomed it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. The Apostle Paul, writing to the Thessalonian disciples of Messiah Jesus, is so excited that they are seeing the word of God, get this, as it truly is, the word of God. And he's, he's unpacking this important principle that I spoke about in greater detail last time, that the word of God effectively works in we who believe in Messiah Jesus. Now to today's teaching. For you, brethren, became imitators of the churches of God, which are in Judea, in Christ Jesus. For you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen, just as they did from the Judeans, who killed both the Lord Jesus and their own prophets, and have persecuted us. And they do not please God, nor contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they may be saved, so as also always to fill up the measure of their sins, but wrath has come upon them to the uttermost. Okay, a few things here. The Thessalonian disciples were persecuted similarly to the Jewish believers in Jesus who lived in Judea. 
which then spread to the nations. Paul would go to Gentile nations and towns with the gospel, and a small, tiny fraction of the religious prominent Jewish people in those areas would stir up great persecution against Paul and his ministry team and others, the believers in these areas in the nations. But listen, this is very important. Paul was speaking very specific wrath upon that very small number of Jewish people who did these very specific things against the gospel and against the Lord. The same Antichrist spirit that was in a a tiny fraction of the Jewish people who were in Jerusalem, led by a small number of Jewish people that were of the religious leaders, who were saying, crucify him about our Lord there in Jerusalem. Yeah, that same Antichrist spirit was working in others who had the same heart that were in these regions Paul went to with the gospel. However, down through the centuries, much of the church used passages like these to then persecute the Jewish people living in the nations, calling all Jewish people Christ killers. Yes, here's another similar passage which Messiah Jesus is is speaking about the same kind of wrath on those who have the same kind of spirit as the Lord is unpacking and telling the Philadelphia church some very important things. I know your works. See, I've set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. Well, see, in the name of Messiah Jesus, church leaders from the second century onward fomented persecution against the Jews, even to death, misusing Bible passages like these. Early century church leaders, and there were many of them. Here are just a few. Uh, Origen, Tertullian, Justin Martyr, and there was one called uh, John Chrysostom. They called him the Golden Mouth because he was this great orator. Yeah, And he had these what have become rather famous passages against the Jews. And in one of them, he says, and I quote, God hates the Jews. I hate the Jews also, unquote. It's horrible. And then um, the great early church leader, St. Augustine, said this, and I quote, Judaism, since Christ, is a corruption. Indeed, Judas is the image of the Jewish people. Their understanding of the scriptures is carnal. They bear the guilt for the death of the Savior, for through their fathers they have killed the Christ. The Jews held him, the Jews insulted him, the Jews bound him. They crowned him with thorns, dishonored him by spitting upon him. They scourged him, they heaped abuses upon him. They hung him upon a tree, they pierced him with a lance. Unquote. Oh, it's just awful. And consider this. If you really want to get to the bottom of who's responsible for killing Messiah Jesus, here's a good place to start. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Because the Bible says in many places, Isaiah 53, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was laid upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. And then the Apostle Paul Uh, In the New Testament book written to the Gentile, predominantly Gentile church in first century Rome, 
The book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 8. What does Paul say? He says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yes? You see, a small number of Jews at that time, and then a tiny number of Jewish people, people down through the ages, thought or think this way, and would even care what Gentiles think about Messiah Jesus in the gospel. They wouldn't care, right? How many from the nations these days are against the Lord? Um, God-hating is spreading around the world right now. Yes? Yeah. Well, some of these specific things that Augustine mentioned, actually the Romans did. But again, our Lord Jesus came to die for all of our sins. All of our sins put him on the cross. The sufferings of Christ were for our sins. Yes? Well, spawned from this religious Christian Jewish hatred, in the name of Christ at least, um, these religious leaders spread what is called replacement theology, which became mainline through the churches. That somehow the church has replaced Israel. And all the places where you see Jerusalem or Israel in the Bible, that doesn't really mean Israel anymore. That means the church, because the Jews killed Christ. They're out of the deal. There's no forgiveness for them. Um, and, and it, the covenants the Lord made with Israel, that's all finished. No. Except where there's condemnation and wrath. And of course, where you see Israel in, the, in that context, that still means Israel. And so they perverted or stopped right teaching about the Bible covenants and, and about Bible prophecy, uh, which is why a lot of Christians even today are, are somewhat ignorant of the covenants of the Lord in the Bible, all fulfilled in Messiah Jesus, and Bible prophecy. Yeah. Now listen to Martin Luther, the great reformer. He said a lot of horrible things about the Jewish people. Quote, Jews are poisoners, ritual murderers, users. It is harder to convert them than Satan himself. They are doomed to hell. They are in truth the Antichrist. Their synagogue should be destroyed and their books seized. They should be forced to work with their hands. Better still, they should be expelled by the princes from their territories. Unquote. This is such a terrible blemish and testimony upon the church down through the ages. And we see the Lord's heart for the Jewish people through the Apostle Paul. In Romans 10.1, he says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Yes, God's word still says that he'll bless those who bless the Jewish people and curse those who curse them. That comes from the Abraham covenant in Genesis 12, where the covenant promises were then passed from Abraham to Isaac, Isaac to Jacob, and the Lord changed Jacob's name, of course, to Israel. The Lord made the new covenant with Israel. We find that in Jeremiah 31, verses 31 through 33. And then we find in Ephesians 2, in Romans chapter 11, that the Lord then brought the Gentiles who believe in Messiah Jesus into the new covenant, right? We know that Jesus the Lord chose Jewish apostles to start off with. He himself is Jewish. What do I mean? Yes, he's God, the son, the son of God, but he's going to return and sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem. And on his mother's side from his earthly ministry is Jewish. Yes, he's God, the son, the son of God. He's the Jewish Messiah who will sit on the throne of David. That's all pretty Jewish. So many church leaders then and today reject the warning the Holy Spirit gives through the apostle Paul in Romans 11. 
For I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, of this mystery, lest you become wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles comes in. And as it is written, all of Israel will be saved. For the deliverer will come out of Zion, turn on godliness from Jacob, for this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. I live in Israel today. And yes, there's still a tiny number, mostly within the religious community here, uh, who harass Jewish believers. But the truth is, of all the religious and non-religious Jewish people, most don't care what you or I believe. It's just a tiny fraction. Yet I've heard Christian and other religious leaders who still use these verses today, cursing all Jewish people. So it's important to understand the balance of these things. We obey the word of the Lord to bless the Jewish people, including the land and people of Israel. We understand the anger of the Lord upon that small number who try to hinder the gospel work. And we also consider what our Savior Jesus said as he was dying for their and our sins. Even those who are mocking him, he said, Oh, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Well, think of this, suffering persecution for the gospel and thinking right about Israel. These are helpful principles to watch therefore and be ready. I'll be right back. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. Now we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, 
please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In 2011, I wrote a book called America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Now, years later, listen to these important words from the back cover of my book. Is this the same America that you remember? What is the cause of all the trouble and where is the USA headed? In the Bible, the Lord gives the prescription for his people that will heal their land. But what happens when they refuse the cure? Immediately after the horrifying events of 9-11, there was a Bible verse often quoted, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. But statistics and the condition of our very sick country demonstrate that his people have not listened. There's another Bible passage that tells us what the Lord does when his people refuse to listen and persist in their own way. This powerful passage also warns of things we are seeing in the news and feeling in our hearts, indicating that America will be an increasingly dangerous place in the coming days. Thankfully, our merciful Messiah provided a place of refuge found in the scriptures from the Old Testament book of Ezekiel that will be the only safe harbor for Americans today. During these perilous times that are engulfing our land, you will find the only place of safety revealed on the pages of America's Ark. Gold, guns, and a house in the hills stocked with food is not the answer. Only the safety promised in the Word of God will protect us. Thankfully, beyond protection, there is even a victorious way forward in America's Ark. We would like as many people as possible to get this book. It'll be such a blessing and a help for you in this critical hour. So with a donation of any amount to our ministry, we'll send you a copy of America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Just make sure that you mention America's Ark in the memo section of your check or in the notes section for online giving. We would like as many people as possible to experience the mercy of the Lord in this time of His judgments. Welcome back. And in this segment of our program, Watch Therefore, we're going to learn a very powerful principle regarding rewards given at the judgment seat of Christ. But first, Paul mentions something else in 1 Thessalonians verses 17 through 18 of chapter 2. But we, brethren, having been taken away from you for a short time in presence, not in heart, endeavored more eagerly to see your face with great desire. Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. So Paul explains why he and his ministry team have been kept from the Thessalonian believers, and that though they're not with them in person, they're thinking of them, they're praying for them, and they'd be there with them if they could be. And then Paul gives us this powerful principle I was mentioning a moment ago, a key to eternal rewards, crowns, and positions in the soon-coming kingdom of Jesus Christ. 
One of the least things disciples of Christ are taught or thinking of today will take place on one of the most important days of your eternal life. I'll say that again. One of the least things disciples of Christ are taught or thinking of today will take place on one of the most important days of your eternal life. It's the judgment seat of Christ. And I've shared this before from 1 Corinthians 3 and 2 Corinthians 5. Uh, Each born-again disciple, including you, will be judged according to your stewardship, the stewardship of your opportunities and God-given giftings at that day, the judgment seat of Christ. There won't be condemnation for sin, but an accounting of what we've been given. And with it, did we do good or bad? Once again, I'm going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. And 2 Corinthians 5 then goes on to explain that we are ambassadors for Christ, sharing the gospel bringing people to righteousness in Messiah Jesus, the righteousness of God that is only found in our Savior. Forgiveness and righteousness is what we who are ambassadors of Christ are about, bringing people to the love of God and eternal life in Messiah Jesus. Now back to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ that is coming? For you are our glory and joy. Paul tells them that that he and his ministry teams hope, joy, glory, and crown of rejoicing is the authentic discipleship of the Thessalonians at the time of the rapture. I'm going to read it again. And this is really foreign and, and, and for some. Some have heard it before, but this is primarily kind of foreign in modern Christianity. Let's take a look at it. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ that is coming? For you are our glory and joy. The Thessalonians' authentic walk with Christ Jesus is Paul's ministry team's glory and joy. Think of it this way. Nothing of the Thessalonians' earthly possessions that they could give Paul compares to the Thessalonians having a good day at the judgment seat of Christ. And this is where some who have strayed as leaders and are false and covetous, this is where they've been so deceived. Earlier we saw that Paul mentioned covetousness. Covetous leaders want the wool of the sheep and are missing out by not instead trying to see the sheep blessed and receiving rewards at the judgment seat of Christ when the Lord comes for us in the rapture. Their eyes are on the things of this world. Oh, listen, this is the worst generation for that to be the case. The greatest rewards we will ever receive will be the product of loving Messiah Jesus enough to love his people this way. Again, our lives on this earth, especially in this generation, are powerfully designed to bring others with us, not only to heaven, 
but to the judgment seat of Christ, where those we've made disciples of will be rewarded. Hallelujah. The way we hear from our Savior, well done, thy good and faithful servant, is to help others hear those words. I'll say it again. The way we hear from our Savior, well done, thy good and faithful servant, is to help others hear those words. And this also ties in perfectly with the watching and ready servant our Savior calls faithful, wise, and blessed in Matthew 24. Here we go. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming, but know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler of all his goods. So, our returning master is pleased with and rewarding those who are watching and ready. Watching for his return and ready. Watch, therefore, and be ready. And they're giving their food in due season to the other servants. That's right. Remember, Messiah Jesus was born in Bethlehem, the house of bread, Bethlehem. He's the bread of life. He's the manna that came down from heaven. He told Peter, if you love me, you'll feed my sheep. And that's what we're to be doing, giving anyone the Lord assigns to us, wives, husbands, children, the lost, other church members, anyone we can that the Lord calls us to, bring them to Messiah Jesus and then raise them up, help disciple them. Oh, hallelujah. Listen to our Savior speak to the good and faithful servants of Matthew 25, 23. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Faithful servant, You've been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. And so today I'm going to ask you, do you know you're saved? Do you know you're going to heaven with us in the rapture? Do you, do you know that you'll be there at the judgment seat of Christ to receive rewards? Here's what you need to do. Repent of your sins today, now. Turn away from your sins and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior who died on the cross for your sins. And on the third day, after being buried, He rose from the grave. Call upon His name now. Begin to follow Him. He'll save you. He'll forgive you. Come and go with me to our Father's house. And if you're crying out to Him that way, you want to be saved today. There's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. The goal of my life is to hear my Savior tell me, well done, thy good and faithful servant. The, the goal of our ministry is to help you hear those same words. So folks, now's the time more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. Why? King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. He'll come again Our conquering king On that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore What 